Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. What's up, y'all? This is Biddy from DGB. I'm here to put y'all up on game about Anchor. Now, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a quick rundown. Now, basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Now, here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or the computer. So no matter what your setup is, you can start creating today. That means you can't make no excuses about you got to go on Amazon, get this microphone, get this certain camera. I need this and that. No, you can go right on Anchor, record today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify and any other places where you uh, listen to podcasts. Um, You can do that with a single tap. It's easy. Just record, click. Anchor is also the only place where you can publish video podcasts to Spotify. Now, with Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. All you got to do is go download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what's your excuse, man? Get started. Like, now. Hey, it's Izzy Rex, and I just jumped out the port with Dirty Glove Bastard. I'm so actually made fashion over, look like Fendi. Miss my name up in their mouth, it's something like a bitch. Nigga tell me daddy hungry, cause he know that. All right, so we got Izzy Rex off the porch with us today. How you feeling today, Izzy? I feel good. Yeah. I appreciate you coming in today. Yeah. I appreciate you having me. No problem, no problem. So, um, you're Atlanta native, is that right? Yep, I was born and raised here in Atlanta. Okay. What part of the city are you from? I'm from the west side yeah. of Atlanta. Okay. So how would you describe your childhood growing up on the west side? Um, it was pretty decent right there by Bankhead Seafood. That's where, you know, my mom had a house right on Matilda. Um, she's Caribbean, so I was raised a little different from everyone else with her being from Barbados and stuff, so I am a real foreign bitch, not a, not a fake one, but I'm I'm still, you know, Atlanta raised, so I just had the best of both worlds, really. Um, my dad, he grew up when I when I grew up, he kind of disappeared at the age of like maybe like five or six through a through a drug addiction. So I just I cope with you know dealing with just being raised by my mom, yeah. but um. For the most part, I had a um, pretty good childhood with my mom doing everything on her own. Yeah. You and your mom still close today? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So at what age would you say you jumped off the porch then? Like at 13. I had been in the music already. Like I went to, you know, like high schools and different um, middle schools and I was moving all around. but. Shoot, everywhere I went, I always was into music, and everywhere I went, it was like I was like a star of attention. People just 
like was a magnet to me everywhere. Oh yeah. What so, that, yeah, what that motivated you to start making music at first? What motivated me really is some of my friends, um, some of my homeboys I grew up with. When I did go to hair school over at Atlanta Tech, uh, every day when I got off the Marta bus, I used to pull up to the studio and they used to call me like to make sure I was on my way as soon as I got out of class. So I used to have to rush over there and make sure I was there. They called me every day. My homeboy Polo G, my homeboy, uh, everybody. Everybody called me T. T ended up getting killed soon after. That's when I knew I had to take my music, my music serious because he got killed because somebody was robbing for the studio equipment. Oh, wow. How long ago was that? I was like 21, I'm 27 now, so. Okay. A few years ago. Yeah. Um, who were some of the rappers you grew up listening to that kind of made you want to try it out as well? Young Jeezy, Future. Like, I, I even go back to all the way, like New York rappers like Fabulous and Lori Banks and like everybody just, they, 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 music was just legendary, like to me, you know what I'm saying? Jada Kiss, like that's stuff that I'll never forget. Yeah. Some of they, some of they stuff I'll never forget. Like some of they songs is some real big hits. How'd you get the name Izzy Rax? <laughs> I got the name Izzy Rax because I'm an exotic dancer and I make racks with dancing. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, you know, they just automatically, like during the pandemic, like money's been crazy. So it's been like, it's been so much going on with the money. So we've been coming home like with a lot of money. I ain't even gonna hold you. So at the end of the day, the Izzy Racks came from me just wanting the last name. My name originally was Izzy Miyake. And um, I ended up changing the S's to Z's and then I turned the E into a Z as well, cause like we were doing, that's when the whole like lean and Zans and all that were like real big and popular. And um, we were trying to do like something where we can bring me out like with the weed and with the drugs and with sex, money, murder, God damn it, fuck it. We gonna just goddamn change that motherfucking Z to, that E to a Z. And that was like, okay, so that sounds good. The triple Z's, okay. And then at, not too long ago, they was like, man, that Miss Izzy, it got to go. Now you just Miss Izzy, but it just got to go. So you need to be Izzy Rax. Because I was like, no, what's my last name going to be? Everybody said everybody got a last name right now in the rap game. Mm -hmm. You got to think about it. Like, everybody got a last name. So I was like, what is my last name going to be? And it was like, Rax. <laughs> and I just was like, I love it. Izzy Rax. <laughs> and that's how I got my name. Now my name is Izzy Rax. Please say the Rex. There you go. <laughs> um, so how long have you been dancing now? I've been dancing like three years. Okay. What got you into it? Um, originally, uh, one of my sisters was a dancer, but she only danced for like a year or so. And then she went on to like doing other stuff. But I seen the money and I seen the drive that, you know what I'm saying, you could have in the clubs. And then also with me being um, a hairstylist, I had got my license. But when I was in hair school, they basically was telling me like, your business not gonna come out the ground as soon as you finish. Sometimes you gotta keep going. 
Sometimes you got to find a pole. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. And I just thought about it. But when I became a single parent, because I do have a son, and I just was like, I got to get into dancing because that was what I wanted to do. Now, what happened was I was living here. Then I ended up moving and I moved. I shot to New York and I lived there for a little bit. And when I lived there, I tried to dance at Sue's Rendezvous. That's the same uh, club that Amber Rose met Kanye West. And I was like, man, like I could really do this. But I want to go back home with this. I went back home, came back to Atlanta. And when I got back, I started dancing. OK. So that's how I really got into it. Like I seen what you can do, you know what I'm saying? And it ain't nothing easy. I hate when people want to jump into that game thinking it's easy. It's not at all. And I've been in there for three and a half years. You just don't want to, you know what I'm saying? Like you don't want to stop, but you don't want to keep doing it. You want to do something better always. So yeah. here I am. <laughs> I'm a rapper. Okay. What's the most amount of money you made in one night dancing? Like thirty one hundred. Okay. It's pretty I know good I know some girls that made more than that, but that's all I done made. I know some people that done made bands like racks, like really like twenty thousand, ten thousand, crazy numbers, but to just be on the real honest side, thirty one hundred. Still a good night. Yeah. <laughs> um, has dancing helped you with your, your music career since you kinda know what works in the club and what doesn't? Yeah and no. Yeah, because you're going to get your music played. If you feel like you got a hit, you want it played in the club, the DJs is going to play it. They're going to spin it. You got to pay them sometime. If your shit suck, they might want you to pay. But since everybody fuck with me, my shit gets spun anyway. But no, because sometimes they be want to fuck. And <laughs> I don't be with all that. You know what I'm saying? Or sometimes they might have a crush on you. And you know what I'm saying, like different things like that. But throughout me dancing different clubs and seeing like how the DJs react, they they be they be liking my music and stuff. So it will work for you. But I just didn't want to be that statistic. I didn't even want to be this statistic. People used to be like, "Hey, hey, you when you gonna do your rap?" Like it's people like I, I run the artists all the time at work, and they're like, "When you doing your music?" And I'm like, "This like." <laughs> like trying to hide from this. It's like, you can't run from it. It's like, it's in me, not on me. Like automatically, I just gotta continue to work because people are looking forward to hearing my music. But the club be like, how you gonna make it if you always hear? Some of the DJs, they will push you. They will critique you and it does help, but it also gets a little, you know, wild and rowdy. Sometimes they won't play your stuff because you didn't tip them the other night. Like, you know, stuff like that. So sometimes we get, it get personal and it helps, but then sometimes, you know, it'd be like a wishy-washy situation. You, you got to still work all that. Cause I work here, I supposed to be made it. Nah, you got to hustle and grind for everything. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing been handed to me, nothing. Everything I work for and I deserve it, period. I feel that. Ain't no shortcuts. Yeah. How long have you been doing hair now? I've been doing hair since like 2011. Okay. I've been a licensed hairstylist since then. I was doing hair before then. Um, the hair business as well, it helps me with uh, meeting people. Mm -hmm. um, I do a lot of different artists, do a lot of different stylists. Um, I get to mingle, you know, I get to meet people. And hopefully one day I can own my own business, like maybe salon and spa. But right now I'm just focused on my music. Okay. I feel that. 
What's your thoughts on all the female rappers blowing up these last few years? They going up. <laughs> I'm all about women empowerment. That's what's going on right now. Black History Month right now, so, you know, I, I'm happy. You gotta remember, I do like people like Queen Latifah, Salt and Pepper. I wasn't a duo before I became a solo artist, so I do understand what goes on in that music industry, and it has been hard for women to make it, but right now is our time, so I'm just happy for everybody that's going up. They, they songs be hits. Some of them don't be believable, but <laughs> for the most part, I'm vibing with, with just about everybody who doing their thing. Yeah. I ain't no hater. I think that goes for even the guys, too. Some of their songs aren't very Yeah, they, they ain't talking about nothing either. <laughs> but, you know, it's what's popping right now. You got TikTok. You got so many different platforms to get your stuff on. So I'm just trying to level up and be able to get my things uh, together so I can get everything on a good platform where people can check out all the stuff that I have coming yeah. soon. So that's all. But this is the start. So yeah, I'm definitely, uh, I'm definitely happy to be here on the porch. Is it difficult balancing all of this? You know, dancing, doing hair, doing music, being a mother as well. <laughs> That's a helpful thing, huh? Better get you some Zaza. <laughs> Better get you some Zaza. Just get you some Zaza, roll it up, get you a little bit of wine or a little shot, and just pray and keep moving. That's what I do. That's and I'm good. doing pretty good. There you go. <laughs> All right, so your new single, Tote That, right? Yeah. Okay, what can you tell us about this song? What'd that you song about? went crazy. That song went crazy, and it was, it was crazy how we made it, because we actually got put out of our studio session when we made this song. <laughs> so we had to tote that shit out of this motherfucking studio session. <laughs> it was somebody else's <laughs> turn, and we had went over the time. And so me and Rico, Mike Dingo, we all looked at each other. We was like, where are we going to go now? But we was at Metropolitan Loft recording it at a friend's studio. And once they got booked, we had to leave because, you know, this money, you know, go. Y'all got to go. So we ended up running into Mojo, and he ended up helping me. He was like, yeah, come on in and record. And so we went on in his studio, and we recorded right there at Metropolitan Loft and finished the song. I was so happy. The song was good. It was a success. Um, they heard it at the club, and since then, like, they've been playing it and playing it and playing it. So I'm looking forward to doing that music video soon. Okay. Um, we want it to be really big, so we want to kind of get all our music careers kind of off the ground a little bit before we just drop the video. But the song is getting spins like crazy. They love that song. Yeah. And, I mean, who wouldn't? All the crowd participation. <laughs> yeah, what are the, what is the reactions when this gets played in the club? They love it. They love it. They sing it word for word, barbatum. They know my verse. It's a good feeling. Yeah. You got another s song out called Cash Bitch. What can you tell us about <laughs> this song? <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> we just did Cash Bitch <laughs> last week. <laughs> Excuse me. We just did Cavit Bitch like a week and a half ago. And what happened was I was in New York with my dad. Um, even though, you know, me and my dad, you know, we weren't as tight. He had a stroke recently, not too long ago. So I go back and forth to New York to help him out. I was in New York. I wasn't even here. 
and they called me like, hey, you got to get on this song. And I'm like, what song? And they sent me the beat. I didn't even get the chance to hear it. They sent me something else. They was just sending me all this stuff. I didn't even freaking listen to it. I go back, I come back home, I go to work. It's, uh, the guy that's on the song, Nico, he actually was like, you gotta hear this song. You gotta just, for one second, just listen. And I'm just like, okay. He let me hear it and automatically, I knew that it was a hit. And that if I didn't get on it that night or the next day, I was gonna miss out on my opportunity to make it big. So the next day I was at the studio doing my verse, ready and willing. And like whatever they say for your, uh, when they say you ready, willing to work mm -hmm. for your unemployment, that's how I felt. <laughs> Cause I ran in there. I ran in the studio and was like, I'm not playing. I got to do this now. So yeah. that's when I knew, I was, when, I, when I heard it, I knew it was going to be a hit automatically. The beat everything like crazy definitely a summer hit so hopefully we can drop everything by the summer for that one but that's the one <laughs> that's the one most definitely who else is featured on that song it's nico is this one other dancer that works at the, um the club with me her name is paradise and it's another girl named bossy and it's me, Izzy Rex. Okay. Do you know who produced it, who made the beat? Um, he bought the beat um, off some kind of like beat website. Okay. But it's basically a remake beat to the Juvenile song, Back That Ass Up. So just imagine how crazy this is gonna be. <laughs> you know, the whole cash money thing, just like coming back in a different way. And it's just gonna be so like, bomb like it's gonna be so hot it's yeah. it's like fire like when you hear it like you got to play it again like play that again that's how it sounds that's how it sounds so. plans to shoot a video for that one too yes most definitely <laughs> She's like, oh, yeah. i just was with nico <laughs> yesterday okay yeah he prepared me for this like yeah we're pretty like like we feel like if you don't do it now it's, it's now or never with that one that's how we feel with that one. Yeah. And we got to put some, some money into that one and some hard work, but it don't need much. It's ready already. Okay. Are you working on a new project, like an EP or anything? Or are you kind of just focusing on the singles and the upcoming videos? I'm really just focused on the singles and the upcoming videos right now, but I definitely need to go back into the studio. So I will be starting to work this month I've been working with um, a couple of producers and I already in the past worked with Posting. Um, I bought like 10 beats from him, handpicked. So I just, even though I had those a while ago, I can work with those. I can work with, you know, any new artist uh, that, that's willing to work with me. And I'm also willing to do features right now. I'm also willing to do, you know, pop-ups in the club, whatever. Like I'm willing, I'm willing to do all that, the walkthroughs. I do all that anyway, but I'm willing and ready to work, yeah. <laughs> like unemployed. <laughs> I'm definitely willing and ready to work. Are there any artists out there you want to work with? 
Yeah. But I just want to get to that level to be able to work with them. And that be wanting some money. I thought that I could extort these rebels. These rebels, <laughs> these rebels is funny. They talking about different things, like different thousands and different uh, different figures and numbers that I'm not thinking that they they worth. I'm better than them. I feel like like some of that stuff don't even be hot like that for them to be charging that kind of money. So all that when they be talking about money and all that, I think about it. I'm gonna just keep working. Whoever want to work with me, you know what I'm saying. I'm not forcing nobody to work with me. Mm-hmm. And I'm not paying crazy numbers to work with nobody. Whatever God got planned for me to work with and to feature with, that's when I, you know, look forward to working. But just far as that, no. I don't have anybody right now that I would just really know for a fact that they just going to run working with me. But I would work with me. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want to say, like, an artist's name, then they like, oh, she a fan of me. Or shit, I ain't no hater, but I ain't really, I, like, God told me you got to think that you are okay. So right now with me working with people, I will. But I also want to do things on my own. I want my own singles right now. There's a lot of songs that I got with people. That's my problem. I always working with somebody. How about I work with, with myself and get some singles out that I, you know what I'm saying, feel like it's up to date and level to where I want them. And then I think about working with people. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Know your worth, too, yeah. Because people be like, y'all want to work with this? I want to work with so-and-so. So. Like, they don't want to work with you. They don't want to work with you. You need to keep working. Then they going to come flocking to you. That's how I feel about that. Yeah. What has being a mother taught you about life? That life is not easy. And I be wondering sometimes how my mom did it. A single mom raising three kids. I was wondering. But, um... Shoot, it takes hard work and perseverance to be able to do this. And my baby daddy been in and out of jail, you know what I'm saying? Life's rough, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes I fall short, you know? Like, it taught me to keep going and keep working hard. And whatever, you know what I'm saying, you're working towards and trying to get, it's going to happen for you. That's what it taught me. Like, just looking through your son um, or your daughter, you'll know, like, life's actually good. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not as bad. And you, at least you got somebody, you know? So. Real shit. <laughs> what else you working on, Izzy? What else is coming up for you? I got my song, Boss 2, that I'm going to actually uh, shoot a music video for. That's dropping like mid-March or end of March. I don't know yet exactly, but I'm doing that right now. I'm about to start filming. Okay. Filming with um, Dread Up Productions. Okay. Any shout-outs before we wrap it up, Izzy? Yep, of course. Shout-out to all the strip clubs in Atlanta. Of course, shout-out to my home club, Club Blaze. Shout out to my OnlyFans, Izzy Rax. Follow me on my OnlyFans. Follow me on my Instagram, Izzy Rax, I-triple-Z-Y-R-A-double-C-Z. And of course, I want to give a shout out to Kayshawn. He's in the building with me right now. 
rocking my hoodie. It just dropped today, but actually, you know, we got a delay. And it's Keshawn's birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> and honestly, I just want to just thank everybody and definitely look forward to my podcast coming. It's going to be called Stripper Radio. And shout out to um, my girl, Foreign For Real, for giving me the opportunity to be a co-host. And that's about it. Like, shout out to definitely <laughs> Off The Porch. And um, I just want to give a shout out to everybody that is going to support me and look forward to seeing everything that I got going for the rest of the you know, time of me doing this entertainment, my um, dancing, as far as my music, as far as my videos coming up. Just stay tuned. What's up, everybody? I'm your host, Dr. Shonda. And Chanel. And we're here from the Double Dose Podcast. We are one set of twins. With two different perspectives. We both have faced many challenges in career, life, and relationships. And we are transparent about how we've relied on our faith to overcome them. If you want to hear us discuss current events, pop culture, and relationships, and everything else in between, tune in to the Double Dose Podcast. And it's brought to you exclusively by the Revolt Podcast Network. Anchored in hip-hop, powered by creators. (laughs) 